0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode two of the Shed Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Buckley. With me today is Paul Quinn. Doo-doo. And yet again, we're going to talk all sports, a bit of nonsense, and life. So enjoy have a bit of fun. Gonna have a few cans as well. So I thought you were forgetting the most important part, but right, it's all about the cans. And the unofficial sponsor of this podcast today is Heineken Carpacchi. and Karapaki. And Karapaki. We're adding to our brands. <laughs>
1: Now we get started with the football We'll review the Super Cup Liverpool played Chelsea finished 2-2 Liverpool won 5-4 on penalties Bastards and
0: a highly entertaining game
1: a Bit biased here, But I thought Chelsea were the better team
0: ah, It's debatable For That's... the first half maybe
1: First half? Because we hear here 90 minutes We the better team First half extra time We weren't great um, I thought the Firmino sub from Klopp Changed the whole game he was our best player up till then Origi the stock and a shite didn't do anything it was a waste of my time I'm having to watch him try and play football but I will give it to them um, it was never a penalty in extra time so as much as I'm not happy with the result we should have lost 2-1 should never want the panels. Um, that's simply VAR got it wrong whether it was the VAR and the, the combination of VAR and the referees they got it wrong but in fairness I thought the refs weren't giving any shit some people didn't like the referee getting involved a lot. I thought it was all right. No one gave her shit. No one got booked for his
0: descent. It was all right. One little thing on Var, I have to have a little uh, little nugget of information. Basically, it's the exact same thing as umpires call in cricket. Right? Ah, yeah. oh, cricket. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, The greatest sport in the world.
1: Is this going to take as long as it takes a game of cricket to finish? Oh no, no. Thank Christ. Yeah.
0: Uh, if he lets me speak, you yeah, <laughs> know. But basically, if if the decision isn't enough. I wasn't conclusive oh enough to overturn it. They never, they're always going on side with the umpire, or the referee. And the referee gave a penalty. So basically, did it look like it was a penalty? Probably not. Well, you know what I mean? The, the camera angles weren't the greatest, so... No, I have to... Yeah, I think that say. helped uh, keep it uh, to a penalty in the end. And plus, did they, they hate changing the decision after the referee gives it. If the referee didn't give it, then it'd be a different story. Because mm. I think... A lot of referees stopped giving penalties and Barr started giving penalties. So that's the first time I've actually seen a penalty given. I don't think I've ever had a And seen all of all my it wrong.
1: Yeah, and Barr getting it wrong. Yeah. Well, justice was served during the penals anyway. Fucking Adrian. Prick. Only signed. Very good at penals. I think he saved a few when he was at West Ham. Good for Tammy Abraham. Only a young fella. Gets up. Shocking penalty. Shocking penalty. Lucy at least Lucy he took it. he took it. Did you see the racist abuse he got? That was disgusting. Twitter, Facebook, everything. They call themselves Chelsea fans. They're a disgrace. We've been cheering for those kids to be on that team for a couple of years now. This transfer ban is a gift. Kids are getting to play at Chelsea. He deserves that. after, what, 26 goals for Villa in the championship? Deserves his time, Chelsea. He's So far this season, he's been very good. Couldn't fault them him for that. Just a poxy penalty. Maybe Chelsea. the moment got one. him You just don't know Look we didn't win the trophy But That was our second game of the year It was a good test Against the top side Probably give Kante a Man of the match Just from Firmino Yeah Now Firmino didn't do a lot But when he did come on He changed the game He made them, the front 3 were back together And Chelsea were sitting back then Changed it a bit for us But I thought Kante was everywhere That was his fourth full game Since coming back from injury Excellent So overall I was pleased Yeah that's a biased opinion, but try to stay as impartial as possible there.
0: Which Chelsea player do you think has the most potential? Oh, Mason Mount
1: Definitely our are, definitely are best player for the kids going forward. Now, that's saying that that's with hudson Adoy and Loftus-Cheek get injured for long term. Yeah. Hopefully they get back as soon as possible because I'm sick to death of watching Jorginho run in quicksand in that midfield. As soon as we lose the f- possession of the ball, he's in the wrong position or he's out position and he's chasing the attack when he's a holder midfielder just seemed like that system didn't suit him personally but hopefully we don't turn to Bakayoko because that's stopping the it will be twice as bad
0: that's it. wish I knew who he was
1: <laughs> French lad um, not great was on loan at Milan last year found out Chelsea got a transfer ban was doing very well till we got a transfer ban kicked up a stink went mad at his coach got himself out of Milan to stop them from using the option to buy so that you have to play at Chelsea. Yeah. Funny enough, it goes back to Chelsea. Not good enough. Yeah,
0: shocker. I yeah. that. So I'm basically going to talk about the very controversy in the Super Cup between Liverpool and Chelsea. Was it ever a penalty? Not a chance. We touched on this a bit earlier about like where the referee, they don't want to go against them. So they're always going to support their decision even if... It looks to be wrong. I think they're always going to side with them. And in this case, I think they got it very wrong. There was no contact at all. Went down very easily. But that's football, you know. Bunch Salmon! <laughs> yeah, so basically, yeah. I think VAR was the to, to, to standout from that match. Although Chelsea showed a lot of potential in the first half. I thought you looked fantastic. Oh, thanks, Buckle. Well, but wasn't for that that offside goal was just offside, wasn't it? I thought I, I thought I was on. I was like, that's a cracking finish now, all of a sudden Left-footed. Buried it. That's far off you, though. Heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nearly spent half my can celebrating that and then the cunt goes and disallows it. Look, imagine being the player there celebrating that and taking your short off, which is against the rules, we all know that, and he gets booked for it. Like, you disallow the goal and you still, get, does the yellow st- disallow then as well? There's something that might come up. Yeah. over the course of the season yeah, it, down, took, yeah. it took a good it was a good stoppage before they said it wasn't It was a, it wasn't a goal you yeah, had to check takes a while that's the problem you know be gutted to keep that yellow and not keep the goal <laughs> yeah. celebrating with your top off stupid real in football actually ah well
0: see it's, uh, why the
1: speed up the game how has taking your jersey
0: off in a celebration got anything uh, to do
1: with slowing the game restarting the game the down
0: it's the same, isn't it
1: it's going to rile up a lot of fat drunk people in the stands to make them storm the pitch and kill
0: it. well it does you've been at a game I, I, harsh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't storm
1: the pitch I was having a chat with James McLean he told me not to sell people I was from Ireland I was like I'm in the West Brom end I'm a Chelsea fan I have enough problems I don't need to be doing this <laughs> don't need to be starting the whole Ireland England thing off again he's like alright well, good luck mate good luck and that was it done yeah. I don't remember most by the end of it but we won the league that night that was good oh, well,
0: yeah. good memories Paul's first ever game and uh he finally after what? Twenty five years on living. Yeah.
1: First game over to Chelsea live. West Brom. I bought
0: the tickets two weeks in advance, so we had to beat
1: Spurs the week before. So there's poxy time to buy tickets.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you got a ticket anyways. Boy hook or boy crook. Was there uh, who was at home? West Brom. Oh well yeah, it wasn't London anyway, so no it wasn't, I wouldn't have went to that shithole been there loads of West Brom. So. What do you mean that not shithole? West Brom, isn't that Birmingham? Yeah, it's in Birmingham, it's like a crap
1: Venice. Hey, it's,
0: it's a kib. It's full, there. it's full of people. Yeah, anyways, back to the full football. Of stupid people. Back to the Super Cup. Liverpool won five foreign penalties. And <laughs> after the game, a little bit, a little something happened. A fan runs onto the pitch, running towards the player. What does he do? I don't know. I looked at a force and I was like, is this fellow trying to attack him? And apparently he was a Liverpool fan. And he just slipped as he was going in. And he absolutely slow tackled Adrian. Almost injured him. He almost missed the game at the weekend because of it. So yeah. I mean, some Liverpool fan that is. But yeah. What do you think about that Paul? Good fan too for the Liverpool keeper. It would have been
1: grand if they had lost against O'Hanthold. Didn't work out that way.
0: Well, Adrian didn't cover himself in glory in that game either, but...
1: No, it was a good pass to the striker. If, yeah. if he played attacking midfield it's a good ball but, <laughs> lay <him> on <laughs> but if he didn't uh, play wouldn't the Irish lad would have uh, started would he yeah Cueven Kelleher, and I was only saying that last week I was like why sign Andy Lonergan like they were going to play the Irish lad anyway so what was Lonergan not sure, uh, even
0: signed your man didn't uh, get on the phone there and get him one of his mates to you know, sort Adrian out you know uh, take him out no I'm
1: sure there was no Irish in, in Istanbul at that time I'm sure that was a stupid being or Liverpool
0: fan absolutely yeah anyways on to the other VAR controversy of the weekend well, of the week. Seeing as uh, that was on the Wednesday. This game was on Saturday. It was Man City against Spurs. Such a high quality game. But uh the main talking point. was uh, in the ninety second minute. Man City looked like the equalized and then all of a sudden VAR gets involved again. The old handball controversy, the new new rules. Yeah. The new rules that make no sense if it hits the hand it's micromanaging it's if it hits the hand then it's handball which is ridiculous because the reaction time is like so out of sorts that it's just how so hard Like I've seen pennos given in league 1 and league 2 this year
1: defender is a yard and a half away hands by his side the, pl- the winger
0: kicks the ball or his hand and the ref gives a penalty. do you see it do you see it <sighs> does that have to be a... do you see the VAR uh, controversy for a again? yeah there wasn't there was never a penalty But in front no, It never a let We a goal No nah, But Look I'm
1: a Chelsea fan I would have hoped That those yards lost anyway But oh, well,
0: We're all delighted Actually to The draw City The draw helps <laughs> Yeah I don't know about Spurs That's two points dropped From Man City already Yeah Are they going to win the league? Probably going to get relegated instead
1: Well that's going to rely On the six point That Liverpool have Against Spurs yeah. City come out at with four Liverpool come out with six. Might decide the league. That's probably going to be the top three teams in the league. Don't see United. I well you know, don't see no. any
0: teams playing that well. No. That's early season,
1: you just get the results early on. Take September as it comes down.
0: Yeah. And speaking of not Coming playing away. well, let's get on to Chelsea. Oh. Okay. Who, uh, I forget. <laughs> what do you have to say about Chelsea there, Paul?
1: i let you go first. If I go first, uh, screw it, I'm going first. I have to get this out of the way. Right, the Super, the yeah, the end of the Super Cup, that was is a disappointing not to get the trophy. But we, it, overall, we probably didn't deserve it with the far controversial sure, penalty. But uh, we were much better defensively than against United when we drew a home at Leicester. I have to say, the first five minutes was a breathless game. We could have scored two or three. We could have had that game else. So massively entertaining game to watch. That's the way I think Chelsea are gonna be all year. This is the third game we've had this season where we've been quick start, high press, attack minded, and we get a goal. And then all of a sudden that's the end of that. We kinda of whittled it down to half time. Half time comes. Leicester changed our formation ever so slightly. Suddenly Chelsea don't know what to do. But again fairness to Lampard he stuck to his guns Mason Mount was the focal point he played in the middle the number 10 role behind Olivier Giroud didn't always work but he could have got more but I have to say for such a young side they play some outstanding football but again it only lasted till half time and then it, either whether it was tiredness or just formation naivety I'm not quite sure but we are vulnerable defence for the whole second half we were even lucky to finish getting a draw the last 10 minutes we had Vardy, Ayozi Perez, and James Madison just running through on goal. The disaster movie was. Watching it with bleeding hands over my eyes. We were, wide, we're wide open without the ball again. Jorginho is a passenger. Just hangs in there. Probably very good on the ball. I'm sure his stats are probably in the 85 90% passing effort, but it's non existent without the ball no issue you
0: yeah, hold on at the end yeah
1: definitely the, look, the 4-3-3 worked first half but when the, by the time the subs came on the game the game was out of hand Like the game was going up back and forth there was an yeah. attack every 5 seconds there was no structure to the game we went with the flow Leicester controlled it we just went with what Leicester wanted to do Yeah, we were at home we should have dominated the ball Lampard said after the game we should have kept possession more we had to stop the, the flow of Leicester a bit more we might need to be better in possession and I was like that's all oh, well and good but you didn't bring on the experience William until the last 10 minutes I was like boy then you're, you're not really going for the game you're holding on for a draw and you're lucky to get there it was nice to see William back in fairness like him and Pedro's experience are going to be invaluable when we get to the Champions League games it's like it looks like we actually do play two different formations we play one at home and one away and so far neither of them have worked we look like we can see at six and maybe score seven we turn into the new Arsenal.
0: Maybe, not good.
1: Now nah, we got to find a way of stopping counter attacks higher at the pitch. In fairness, Zuma and Christensen were much better. But when Rudiger comes back, we'll be more solid there. Um, Jorginho, again, if if he drops Stereo out.
0: Uh, fuck off. Man, a nice performance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just, fucking poxy he was. Um, right, it was, yeah again we per- touched on it earlier a personnel problem like when lost Loftus-Cheek and Hudson-Odoi come back in from injury just like Rudiger it will change the 11 it will change the team make Lampard a bit more fluid um, I have to say 3 games in 10 days didn't do Pulisic any good he did very little in the game I was sick of hearing the commentators compare him to Hazard from start to finish and he had to well, kick Tom the ball <laughs> no Christian pulisic Tony, pulisic, Tony Pulis wouldn't lay left wing Chelsea Are he
0: you would throw long not, balls in he's easy mate
1: well, that's your football knowledge that's been given away there. <laughs> uh, crucial next game away to Norwich. It's a must win. We have to get a clean sheet. Minimum. That's the, what we have to do. It's the best we can do. Givanton Chelsea? I again? do, I do. Right, I better start drinking. It's you, Frank uh, Lampard. The man, the man is Chelsea, I want.
0: Yes. How long will they give him if he keeps struggling?
1: I'd never sack him. I'd leave him where he is and get a big backroom we'll staff in the extra year. Players Basically. Yeah. Mr. Abramovich two point Get the sack papers out already.
0: What are you thinking is are Chelsea in danger of relegation? <laughs> oh,
1: you're being serious? <laughs> you're taking the fist now. You? Where's your knives? I'm gonna stab you on the neck.
0: That would be better than week. <laughs> a Chelsea the week. we relegated? What are the odds on that? That's what I wanna know. They won't even give you odds on that. Oh because yeah, what it's like one to twenty I think something. Like that. <laughs> You're going to get a slap, Bucco. <laughs> Fucking relegation.
1: What, we're 15th after two league games and we play great in all three, we just can't find the wins. Ironically, Arsenal are the other way around. Arsenal are what, joint top Getting team? A yeah. team, they're not playing well. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's going the other way around. But now Chelsea won't get relegated, even though, wherever Bucco says, no chance of getting relegated. We're much better than 90% of the teams in that league. Players will get back into the team, we'll get settled. Young side they learn how to hold on to the ball and kill games. We just If we get a second goal in any game, I do feel that will kill the game. I know everyone says you need 3 2 nils, not a great lead. But we keep possession. The way we flow forward, it's just not clinical enough in front of the goal. Whether he needs to play 2 up front, get rid of the 1 and playing with the wide lads, I don't know. Maybe try it out, see what changes, see if it makes any difference. But yeah, something needs to change. Something needs to go quick. And if we don't beat Norwich the weekend, this will be a very solemn podcast
0: next week. <laughs> it's going to be a long, long time. Although it was a bad start, there's 26 games left in the season. What do you think uh, Chelsea are going to do this season? Sixth. We'll take sixth. If
1: sixth is Europe, we'll take sixth. I know it's the Tour State Cup again, but young side, long season, poxy start, Champions League to distract us from the league. Hopefully we've a, we've enough depth in the squad. We can get through those midweek games with the weekend matches. We should do okay. We should be okay. Is I'm it? not worried. Lampard's at the helm. He'll be fine. It'll we'll all go well. Starting to sound like a United fan when they took on David Moyes. But nah, what can we do? We all know who that ended. Although this won't be a car crash like that. Frank Lampard is in Chelsea
0: legend. So we'll, we'll give him a we'll, bit slack.
1: We'll give him a lot of time. It's the honor. If he gets bored, he's not leaving in the country watching us he gets bored watching great football which he loves to see but not getting the results like that's why he put up Mourinho two or three times like, and midway during the season you never football.
0: know Frank Lampard might own and become player coach
1: I know say he's banging in a few on the training ground so where does Mason Mount get them support runs from they doing great the lads are just give it time I'm not panicking no one else should panic any Chelsea fan that is panicking after two games Go be an Arsenal fan, you'll see what panic is like then. That's it. And for that football, I can't listen to Chelsea again. Abused anymore. Um. Yeah, we move on to the NFL. So we'll we'll start off. Actually, we'll bring Booker in here because of his wealth of knowledge with the NFL, and we'll make you our hard knock specialist and our analyst for the season. So
0: you yeah, work? episode two of the hard hard knock uh, series. Basically, he just started off with coach telling them to step it up, get their uh, game face on because they're they're not going hard enough. They're not giving enough. They're literally just going through the motions, you know what I mean, pre-season. Some of them think they uh, already had their position.
1: You know he's on 100 million over 10 years. You think he wants
0: to do a bit more? (laughs) Yeah. Sick. Although, yeah, there's some players that are like, you know, Derek Carr. What's it called? is he how much money is he on, on?
1: 25 26 a year million crazy yeah he's, he's, yeah he's yeah been bang average That's he had one season where he was in MVP uh, discussions but yeah since then he's been way down
0: yeah basically uh, give me that job I mean listen just throw the bottle learn a few players
1: it's easy isn't it it's easy Paul learn a few spider Y banana the old coach and quarterback camp stuff
0: although you see you see a man uh, that didn't know the plays he was like he was all over the place he was uh, he didn't know any of the plays he was yeah. all nervous
1: he was all, he was in the wrong slot positions he was all over didn't know yeah. what was going on he was like yeah Jesus
0: was like, and he, he's like a beating football player yeah.
1: it's crazy and that guy was in multiple football books he would have been trained for the NFL before he tried and yeah. the NFL He's it's like, a no, Z. Z is when you're in, in this position, not that position. And then he runs to the wrong position anyway, and they lose the the times and they're in a joint practice and they lose lose the play. A yeah. Waste of a play. That's a that's a lot that's a delay game in a real in a real game. So yeah. that's a that's a stupid mistake that shouldn't happen at practice. If it's happening at practice, it's gonna happen in game time. Yeah. It's louder on game day
0: there's Need less pressure.
1: yeah. there's more pressure there's less verbalization on game day because no one can hear shit and when the quarterback tells you if you come out of that huddle and you only hear a bit of it part of that is your slot assignment your wide receiver assignment tight end assignment your O-line blocking assignment it's a lot of information but it should be easy enough you think anyway oh,
0: absolutely anyways uh, after that the uh, show all AB's Disgusting feet, I was worn um, skin. We talked about that last week, was it like, was nasty. But we man.
1: finally got to see a photo of it. Ooh, I've seen blisters, I've seen people with problems with uh, gout, I've seen people with athletes' foot. I have never seen anything like this.
0: did you see what he's talking about? They had to put a hole in it, and it was like, he said it was seeping out. I was like, what is seeping out? Is it the what? pus that's disgusting? It, the
1: pus was seeping out of his foot. And then the skin wasn't growing back in places and it was growing back in other places, it was discoloured, it was nasty. Bits of it were peeling and other bits of it were only growing again and bits of it weren't growing anywhere. Ugh. How he even stands up in boots, I don't know. Or should I say, for our American viewers. Cleats. Weirdos. Cleats. Yeah, I'm not
0: yeah. familiar with that term. Yeah, you know, neither am I.
1: Right. You can get the ball. No more American terms. I thought
0: that was in uh, NHL. You know, the skates, you call them cleats, you
1: know? No, I think that's I boots, it was the blade. Yeah. No, no, I think the boots are cleats.
0: really?
1: No yeah. Well, yeah. stop yeah. Americanising terms for American Yeah, American no audience. worries.
0: Sorry, we're, we're from Ireland, so you know, Yeah. So how we roll. We'll Dublin are up, here. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways,
1: no, uh, no apologies for the accents either.
0: So it goes on to old Keelan Doss, who, uh Legend. Who's the wide receiver... And coach seems to be a very big fan of him, basically, and so does everyone else. Hometown
1: kid, the kid grew up in the same area as the training facility of the Oakland Raiders. Coach asked him, "Many people you bring?" He goes, "Maybe two, maybe a lot. I don't know."
0: And what a lovable kid. What happened I think it was. I don't know if it was fourth player or not, but he, did, he scored a touchdown anyway, isn't he? Yeah. So that was a good start.
1: And even at training camp in fairness, he was going for the long ball. He's playing the slot receiver. And he has speed at the He will roast a few safeties, but that's if he makes the team. There's a lot of depth at wide receiver at the this year. I'd the like Paris, to think. I'd Paris like to think, to
0: think as well. So that speaks about volumes. Oh well. hey, yeah,
1: good kid, good personality, and very humble. Went back to his old college, talked to his old coaches, and just gave his coach some information on how things aren't as different. It's like it's. I know it's the pros. It's just the the level of competition is different. Yeah. It's all the same stuff. You get up early. You go to training camp. You go to work. You go do your stuff on the field, and everything else will take care of itself. You put in the work, you get the results. That was yeah. good to see. Yeah. That covers a lot of sports. If you're just sitting there and hoping your talent gets you somewhere, not a it's chance. Not a you chance. Gotta you gotta work hard. So everything recently. That's hence why we're here and not out somewhere making millions.
0: Exactly. Although we're never talented, anyways. <laughs> 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 I could talk if
1: that could make money.
0: That's true. You can't talk to you. You can talk royal. Right, you're
1: out of the podcast, it's mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, the power struggle right now. But basically anyways, the rest of it is Do you ever see Derek Carr He just loves talking shit all the time.
1: He's such a lick He is the coach's brown noser. And the co- you can see John Gruden does not he's not John he's not a John Gruden quarterback. Like if he shouts at Derek Carr, Derek Carr is just gonna go, Yes, no yes, coach, no coach. He wants a bit of anger. He, he was saying it back. to the backup coaches. He was saying to the backup quarterbacks. "Look, When I share with you and scream with you, I need something back. You need what to roll this it, team. Yeah. You need to fill this team with that anger and that passion. Because if we have a bad play or we can see the game and you go into the huddle and start mumbling the plays, no one's going out to the next huddle with the right intensity to get us back on the scoreboard. And you could see in Derek Carr, he's just too nice a human being. He's not he's not built to be a Gruden quarterback. I'd say, right now, that's his last year as a Raiders quarterback.
0: He plays the nice human man. Whether he is or not, I'm not too sure, to be honest. I've not seen anything in the huddle to make a difference. Yeah,
1: well, we'll see. He's, like, in fairness, I'm an Eagles fan, and Wentz is not going to scream and shout in the huddle, but he'd be pissed and he'd be angry, and I don't see anything out of that like Derek Carr. He's on to the
0: next part is, uh, basically, uh, the next part was the battle of the back of quarterbacks, P- Pierman and Gleason, I think it was. Really check?
1: Nate Oint, five mm-hmm. interceptions in his debut for the Buffalo yeah. Bills last year. Absolute That's an run, at-
0: ferocious
1: fourth half.
0: <laughs> he had no confidence in that training camp. I oh, a- feel bad. The coaches showed- should
1: have pulled them after two. Like If you throw two interceptions as a rookie, you get pulled.
0: Yeah.
1: Coach left him in there for the fall fourth half. He threw five. In fairness, that boy Bills team were dort.
0: Yeah. But like mentally like, that's gonna, really on him That's
1: going to like You know break you <laughs> No yeah In fairness though I thought He was broken mm. He Looking at From the episode Like parts of that game He was very poor And he made one good play He'd make three really bad plays But then I thought it was like A 30 or 40 yard run As a quarterback And suddenly The whole old line And everyone reacted Like this kid's The third quarterback No one really cares What he does in games But he roiled the offense And he got a bit of
0: yeah. He got them all yeah It was a big run, wasn't it? He almost scored yeah. a touchdown.
1: He got a bit of confidence from it and he went, he went on. Out and, out, yeah it? he went on and scored from that and you never guess who scored. Doss. man Doss yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, Keelan Doss scored. That was his that was the touchdown. Easy one from the outland But again, look, Peterman's an outside shot. Not a big fan of that second guy though. Yeah. Jesus, Johnny man.
0: I see. next up is the rookies singing did you see that part oh that was oh hilarious God, that was in funny. fairness
1: look most coaches come in and they say I don't want rookie hazing but you need to do rookie karaoke so they so, they, so someone will call up a rookie you give your name your college and your and your your contract salary, information yeah. and some people are getting paid a lot more than other people and they were saying what the fuck What's you know on? Max
0: uh, got well more than the hunter Max
1: Crosby was quality um, that other guy Jesus, Jesus yeah. didn't even get the words right in the song he's like he was so nervous so nervous and he couldn't even sing it properly I would have made him do another song
0: yeah.
1: but then if I was a rookie I couldn't sing for shit no. he, like, he,
0: he suffers a lot from, he got very nervous he was Yeah, not but, only that and even on the field like even talking to him he's like you know I had those sort of like you know during the headlights talking to people which yeah. is not a good thing really No, yeah.
1: well Max Crosby was a boss he did a rap he nailed it he did, a, he did a. Oh, it was quality. Yeah. And he had the whole team cheering and singing along. And then it just flipped
0: straight away. That was I very. Felt cool. like it was like, stand ovation, nearly. Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> so basically, you know, they talk about the AB helmet saga, uh. saga still lingering on. What's your thoughts on that, Paul? The
1: NFL give everybody a grandfather year. In other words, if you're old enough, you want to play with your old helmet you get one year's grace for it. AB's year's grace was last year. Yeah. They brought in the new helmet rules to start from 2019 season all the way through. He's actually filed a second grievance for the same reason hoping it gets overturned again. It's not happening, pal. Just wear a regular helmet.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Gonna, you, you're start.
1: complaining about a helmet that's going to make it safer for you to play football. If you're that good a wide receiver, when your feet get back proper and you can train and you can get on the field... You're gonna make more money because you're there for longer. My,
0: like, my point is, if it isn't, if it hasn't passed the test, well then it's not safe for no, so you. No, I don't care if you. And it, some of his story doesn't
1: match up. If you were wearing that back when he said he was wearing it, they were single bar helmets.
0: Totally and he
1: was playing in pee wee leagues with that helmet. There's no way he was playing in peewee wee leagues with the helmet. First of all, as you get older, your head, your head swells out. It grows. In a nice way. And some people get massive heads. Some people don't. But there's no way his head was that size when he was in peewee football. Like he said in the story. I've had this helmet since Pee Wee. Fuck off. No you didn't. No chance. Your head, as you grow, everything in your body grows. His head definitely grew. There's no way his Wee football helmet. That, that's it. That's bullshit. So oh. I call bullshit on that. Just wear the safety helmet. Get back on the field. You're a free agent. You're the highest paid wide receiver on that team. Show the training camp. Work your arse off, be the best player you can be, be the best teammate you can be, and go make a name in a new city.
0: Basically, I just think he's a prima, prima donna. Yeah, you look,
1: I, mean? I can't believe, look, in yeah. fairness, it's all about him. the Raiders yeah. fell for it. They got him really cheap for a third and a fifth and to absorb a salary with a new contract
0: you can get that cheap if he's not going to play for them, you know? <laughs> that's the
1: thing like you don't expect him to be stupid with the cryotherapy machine you don't expect him to be stupid with a helmet saga with the NFL like that's just yeah, people are saying like it's not his fault with cryotherapy
0: like, literally, it's it really
1: it's clearly it's his own fault you wore yeah. the wrong footwear you don't go in there and wear stupid footwear and get told it's not your fault I go to school at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and say, miss, I was here all day. You think my teacher would have said, oh, Paul, yeah, that's great. And so in the mean, no, your sure fault, you're late all day, you're not getting, you're not getting taught lessons or class. Nothing.
0: Yeah. My fault. And then basically the training camp, uh, the, LA Ra- the LA Rams, even. Hey. I was say the LA Raiders. <laughs> uh, they,
1: yeah, that was going back a bit, Buckle. Used to be. Going yeah, back yeah. a bit, yeah. The right.
0: LA Rams. Yeah, LA Rams. And the Oakland Raiders were basically training together before their pre season game. And uh, basically, there was a lot of handbags, you know, a bit of a brawl, see that? <laughs> oh, that was good Back crack. Yeah, that was good crack. But in fairness, though,
1: it, that happens. It breaks out. It's a bit, it pumps up the practice. I did yeah, that. Yeah. I did not mind that.
0: Yeah, it gets a bit of a big, you know, something out of them. Anyways, the result of that game between the LA Rams was 14 3 to Oakland Raiders. Oh, Raiders beat the
1: Rams? Yeah. Um, how many starters did the Rams play? Like two.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very uh, in depth knowledge about this. You know, I'm an NFL expert.
1: So they, so they, they suited up 53 randoms and only two starters from last year's team played. So don't take the 14 3 at work, uh, face value, Booker.
0: True, yeah, but we score only three points in a game.
1: No, that was good for the defense. You know, it's it's almost a sure out. I'd call that a sure out. I wouldn't count the one single field goal as not a sure out. And I'd also,
0: it's a two-nil start for the Oakland Raiders this preseason, which Paul says preseason doesn't matter, but half those players are going to be playing during the actual season. More or than regular
1: half. Goes from ninety to fifty-three, so
0: yeah, yeah. So I think what they scored what fourteen points against the Raiders, 33 against Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They conceded a lot against Arizona as well, twenty-six. But basically, that's a good start. Like yeah, if you. You get that winning mentality going. That's always a good thing. If you're losing every game, and, but then the confidence is going to go down, even if you're getting picked. Because all these players, you know, they're fighting for their spot. So it's going to up their intensity a little bit. Anyways, let's get on to the hero of the hour. Did you see Max Crosby? The rapper, of course I did. The king, yeah, the rapper. He, no.
1: bought, he, he was the main man. Not I know only you like Keelan Doss, but I thought Crosby style. No, no, well.
0: not only does he rap. He's an absolutely tough son of a bitch. S- you not here. i seen... Breaks his fucking hand. Yeah. Breaks his hand, smashes the player, breaks his hand. He's like, you just wrap it up. Just... The man's like testing out his hand. And he's like, oh yeah, I oh, can feel it's broken. Oh no, just wrapping it up and go back on. Goes back on and plays. Like, I mean, you can't teach that sort of stuff. No, that's some tough shit. Oh, yeah. Also, I think I might get me in trouble when it comes to like... You know, head trauma. You know, if he gets hit in the head and he wants to still play, he's not feeling too good. Don't no, worry, well. well, there's concussion protocols there. It's yeah. not his call. There's concussion protocols, but there's also doctors that are, you know, under pressure from team. So, you
1: know. Now, I have to say, as an Eagles fan, that is true. Nobody told Carson Wentz he fractured his spine last year until That's he it. got a hit and said, ooh, maybe he could break his back and never walk again. Maybe take him out for the rest of the year. Yeah. So you the doc- that medical staff will never walk in the NFL again.
0: This actually just me the rugby gate bloodgate saga right. Basically, where the doctor who's supposed to like help out the player, she basically lied for. Uh, did you hear about bloodgate? No. No. So basically, for people that don't know, bloodgate is when in two thousand and nine, Harlequin. This is rugby. We're talking about rugby. Sort
1: of like. This is what you get with Bucco A lot of um. Sideways sports yeah, yeah. stories from way yeah. back.
0: This is what I this is what I actually know about, so <laughs> I don't need to research this stuff, I just know it. But basically, uh, yeah, in the rugby Harlequins right, Dan Evans at number ten went off injured. Went off injured, right? And then this backup number ten went off injured. And basically they were losing by two points. They needed a drop goal to win. This is against Leinster or Munster. Leinster or Munster. <laughs> in The Huntington Cup basically, the Huntington Cup is like a champions league for uh people who know, you know, of rugby, and anyways, uh, this, this player was uh, given the uh, he was given a blood capsule, given the blood capsule. The physio came on, handed it to him, and goes, uh, yeah, it needs to, it needs to come off in two minutes. He said, Oh, yeah, throw it in, a his sock. You can see on the video, it falls out of his sock. And he puts it back in. He's like scrambling to put it back in and all this sort of stuff. And then his first contact, his face doesn't even get hit. And then he just goes down, bites it. Bites it. And you can see like, all this sort of fake blood coming out of his mouth and all this sort of stuff. And then the ref is like, going, man, the ref is asking, like, oh what's going on, You yeah, what's going on? And then your man, the star, uh, number 10 basically get to come back on because your man is a blood substitution which means uh, it doesn't matter like, if you used all your subs blood sub means you can swap basically like you know, an injury like you know.
1: oh ok so you can't be down a man no no they just bring another one if on. it's a
0: blood like, anyone can get replaced like anyone okay. can come back on so you just know? brought on the fella that was injured from the first yeah, if the best player well basically uh, the only one that can kick and win yeah. in the game another thing <laughs> that gave away they had your man on the big exercise bike on the sideline He's been substituted. He's gone. Why is he on the exercise bike? Actually, yeah. Training to you know, you know, loosen up. Anyways, uh Leicester were going mad, I think it was Leinster anyways. They were going mad, the ref brought him back on, your man missed a drop goal and uh that's that one anyways in the end. But the coach the coach okay that and he got a bad for three years. Yeah, you wouldn't say that. This is a respected sport like the NFL is. <laughs> <laughs> no scandals. <laughs> you no, know, basically, yeah, we we. You know, I almost asked me, yeah, train of thought there, but we're going back to doctors. When they got back to the dressing room, you know, you know the lesser, uh coaches were like, something's not up here, something, something, something's not not right. And then uh, your man, uh, the player, who uh, went off with the you know, uh, with the blood capsule, he's like, cut me lip, to the doctor cut me lip, cut me lip and cover up and uh, you say that like it was a cut she cut his lip and you know so oh yeah oh yeah look how cut you know what I mean so she sliced his lip with uh, like a razor yeah and basically yeah she she lied about it she got struck off glad bitch so basically she's no Eva Carnero no but doctors are under so much pressure that you know they're not looking out for their welfare they're looking out for their own welfare who pays
1: their bill basically exactly yeah Oh, that's,
0: that's my little uh, my little tangent there anyway back to the NFL but see the likes of Max Crosby there breaking his hand
1: getting it strapped up and going out it wasn't just strapped up they put a cast on it yeah. and they met and play with a cast so he basically was useless with the right hand yeah. but he was still able to bull rush and spin and tackle and he play, finished out the game fair play to him but see the bit where he was talking with the general manager Mike Mayock he turned around and he goes you know that's a six week sit down at least And where I'm not being I know he was drafted Where I'm not doing, being drafted too high He's He's probably on the roster bubble He oh. needs to play He yeah. needs reps He needs training camp time Because you're seeing John Gruden doesn't take no shit After a week He got rid of your man From last chance and, you another thing, they He's say, moved a few
0: people as well Since then They said it was six weeks right But That wasn't was an x-ray That's just a doctor right That means there was a clear break Oh yeah So I mean That could even be like Surgery I mean, that's not six weeks, you know? No. That's like three months.
1: No, but six weeks is as good as you're going to say to the kid and say, look, you do what you need to do. We'll go get it checked. We'll go sort it out and we'll talk about it on Monday. we see what we, what we want to do. In other words, they're going to have to guarantee him a roster spot yeah. to sit out, get surgery, and come back maybe week four or five, maybe week six, Yeah. and hope that that's enough, that they'll do well enough in the first five games in a tough division.
0: He's very talented though, so I think he All right, he'll
1: make he'll make the roster, he's on a cheap wedge. Well he's on seventy eight seven eighty K. Yeah,
0: he'd be a he'd be a force to be recommended in a few years, Oh yeah. It's just nice nice to see him down. Anyways speaking of hard knocks I think I'm gonna support the Raiders there uh, this season.
1: <laughs> oh wait, go ahead, but I don't wanna laugh.
0: Sure why not, you know what I mean? As I'm watching the Hard Knocks, you, you know, you get to know players, so... There's so many players, as I was saying to Paul, in the last podcast, 53, like, I've each him, which is ridiculous. That shows like this, like, personalised so... I'm just getting into this sort of stuff, so... Yeah, why not have a team? Hopefully they're good. Paul tells me they're not. But, who knows?
1: What does Paul know? He's a Chelsea fan. Absolutely. He's <laughs> <it's> a
0: know-it-all. <laughs>
1: Ah, Jesus! Look, you've the Broncos in your team who used to be in the Super Bowl. Obviously, that was with Peyton Manning, but that defense is legit. Their offense is nah, pieced together with oh, wait there, wait there, Mala. Who Who the
0: has Peyton Manning?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, there's a heart attack. I always didn't need. But when I'm getting old, and I drink a lot. And I you're trying, you're bringing up stories of two thousand nine with Harlequins and rugby. I don't you remember Saturday? Yeah,
0: that was a Sunday. I can't remember. The memory never
1: failed me. Ah, look, alcohol does a lot.
0: The speech might, be, but memory doesn't.
1: <laughs> look, the Chiefs and the Chargers both made the playoffs last year. One was a wildcard team, one went straight through. Um, I don't think, the MVP is on the Chiefs in that division. I don't see the Raiders being a wildcard team. I don't see them getting through, I don't care. In fairness, I do think that them and the Browns have two of the harder schedules as two of the worst teams in the league. But it would be interesting to see see your reactions when as we go through the Raiders reports all the way through the year. So this will be good. The Raiders
0: will have a winning uh, season this year. Mark my words. Ooh, I smell a bit <laughs> Nine seven—that's all he needs. You smell that? You eight smell eight a is bit. a draw, so no means that one.
1: Right, so I'll take seven and nine and below. You take nine and seven and above. Yeah. What's well, the bet? What are we putting on it? Let's see the sixteen games. Right. Um, well, you're looking for nine wins, and I'm looking for seven some cricket tickets will you no we'll do we'll, what we'll do is we'll pay for the, the, the NFL is coming to Dublin next summer the loser pays for the winner's ticket Jesus, yeah all the winners yeah yeah the girls can pay yeah, for their yeah. own tickets because the going as well
0: so I'm not for who <laughs> yeah,
1: we paid enough for her look she's on our three strike road she's a disaster movie we brought her to all the things. we brought her last year and halfway through the game she's like I want food I'm like yeah go get food she's like no go go for me I don't need that shit I'm in the middle of watching a game
0: they all gave me a burger and you all gave me chips I'm
1: like I was coming back with 8 bo- eight beers at a time I was like I'm busy wasn't allowed tailgate it's rude to drink at 11 o'clock in the Did morning on a Sunday enemies. who's playing
0: the
1: game um, don't hold me to it I'm not going to guess but I'm going to I didn't do my research because I didn't think I'd mention it on this but um, I think uh, either army or navy are coming to Dublin so that's going to be a big following they're yeah. going to dock a ship or something or wherever, wherever they're doing in Dublin and they're going to have their game here and in fairness they should bring a lot more games here because the first one we went to in Crow Park bomber of a game lost my team lost a so field goal sucked ass Um, actually I haven't won a game all the games I've been on, that have come to Ireland they've lost every single one of them so
0: not great at gambling but big mm-hmm.
1: follower of the NFL
0: it's been a good few good games. Uh, enjoy yeah, them. Close games, and
1: the cheerleaders are very easy to look at at halftime. want well, I know.
0: When is an NFL game
1: coming over? Ah, oh, that's that's the big thing. We really need a, uh during the season game. Like look, if Mexico can get a game during the year, yeah. like we could rock a game at Crow Park. We're
0: like going over to London, like Crow Park. Seven, what Wembley is annoying. Have you tried to put up down them steps? Jesus Christ! The same thing for Crow Park. I almost fell down them on the cheering gig. <laughs> you went to Ed Sheeran at your own fault Ed Sheeran is a
1: beast right so you're taking the Raiders to go 9 and 7 or better if they go 8 and 8 we'll call it quits but 7 and 9 I'll get a free ticket to the Aer Classic in Crow Park 2020
0: no if they go 8 and 8 then I'll boy Paul a few drinks alright a few like as many as as I can handle a few is
1: 6 Six drinks. So you're putting an eight, a number on it. Six points. Make it eight. It's eight and eight. Make it eight points. Eight drinks, not eight points, because I won't drink eight points. I'll drink about five or six and then one of the shots.
0: That's true, yeah. He's a bit of a lightweight.
1: I'm not a point drinker. I'm a, I'm a stayer. That's true, yeah. All right, yeah. That's yeah. it. We have a deal. That's there the second bet it. of the day. Eight drinks. Yeah, we have enough We have enough bets going on here. We're going to have to keep track of this. Eight. Thank this God, God this is a podcast and it's on record. I yeah. won't yeah. remember yeah. this in three days. A great thing about the, <laughs> the podcast. All yeah. these bets. <laughs> there you go you remember. Just hope you can pay up Bucco Notorious bets Danger Now on to a team That can actually win Bucco The Eagles Really? are going to Dominate the NFC East Cowgirls Deadskins Cryants, No chance Especially with Cowgirls not paying Zeke They cheek at our owner During the week To say Zeke who When they're in a Contract negotiation To make sure that The star running back The league's leading rusher mm. Actually starts for them yeah. Because the quarterback is as good as me and you. Yeah, Dink and Dak. He's brutal. But uh, during the preseason, week two, we beat the Jags 24-10. Now, this is all built up, like we said last week, at the whole reunion of the Eagles and Nick Foles, who you now plays for the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of pre-game stuff on the field with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson, our head coach. No, neither of them saw the field. Quite a boring game to be fair, but after like four plays, the second series, Cody Kessler, her backup quarterback, went out with a concussion, he was hit with a linebacker blitz, no one saw her coming, no one picked her up, he was hit blindsided, I want some royalties from that movie, i to mentioning it, <laughs> he was, yeah, he, he was out with concussion, now concussion protocol has him back in the back at practice, he's not going to take any reps, he's not going to be doing anything for a couple of weeks. And that's probably enough to see him being cut from the 90-man roster. He won't meet the 53-man roster. Yeah. We drafted a quarterback, Clayton Thorson. He played the majority of that game. Fifth round draft pick. I thought he was very well. Like, that kid was nervous as yeah. like shit in the first week. He didn't do fuck all in that game. He was throwing bobble balls. He was throwing, like, dropped passes that were going to be intercepted. He did throw an interception this week. But he also threw a touchdown. He led a good drive. He enjoyed himself. It was good to see, you know, the rookie coming out and playing well, just oh like the with ball, the Raiders. Yeah. You want to see these rookies do well, because that's going to be their livelihood. So you want to start learning these names and personalities and seeing them do okay. But um, funny feeling the Eagles are going to stash him on IR. He's going to show up for a phantom injury uh, before the fourth week, or before final roster cuts. Because the Eagles have gone and signed Josh McCown, the ex-Jets quarterback, a retirement, which is a strange one, 40 years of age, but...
0: Just stick
1: to <laughs> he's not that old. In fairness, though, he was running for his life. The Jets line was not great. so he, And they were more of a running team. He was more of just a game manager. Yeah. Just like there just to pretend to throw and hand it off. And the odd time he'd make throws. But in fairness, in his career, he's over 500. So he can't win us games. It's just hopefully we don't need to have him winning games. But to have someone that good as your backup quarterback, that's probably our best sign of the whole offseason. Don't care what anyone says. Deshaun Jackson was great. we come back to Philly. Malik Jackson on that D-line. Getting Tim Jernigan back for way cheaper than what we would have had to pay for him. Somehow there was no interest for him. We drafted unbelievably well. We've got running backs galore. We've wide receivers galore. The cornerbacks are a bit of an issue at the moment. A lot of injuries. No one coming back from injury. It looks like we're throwing out a few bleeding stinkers out wide. But we should be okay. Um. Yeah, getting rid, getting rid of players is the name of the day at the Eagles, and um, we cut our linebacker Paul Warlow and we signed a linebacker Chris Worley. So yeah, big f- not a lot for the bleeding people that are making the shorts to change. They took the same number and just changed it put a N e in there. Yeah, big difference E and a Y. Other than that, same bleeding name. Um, I highly doubt that fella makes the fifty-three man roster. I think he's just in there for camp reps. But they must something must have popped up with Paul Warlow because. Like he was signed two years ago, special teams, going to play reps behind, not for, not very much. He could, didn't get on the field, big injury, big issue. But then just like the Raiders having their joint practice with the LA Rams, we went into one with the Baltimore Ravens. Playoff team, just like the Rams, with the Rams made the Super Bowl. Ravens, big running team. Yeah. Their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, was a rookie last year. Ran the ball, I think, way more than Michael Vick. He was the most decorated running quarterback ever. He used to play with the Eagles as well. And legend. But was called for dogfighting. But we'll do less about that. He reformed. That? and he reformed. What, what did do he do? Yeah, he was, he was uh, charged with dogfighting. Running the dogfighting ring. Let's go back. Yeah, he reformed inside. He came back out and he bossed it for the Eagles.
0: He reformed for his career.
1: He bossed it for the Eagles. Bossed it. Won't have anything bad said about Mike Vick. Legend. Oh,
0: Yeah. Paul has a what? what Did
1: you have a staff? Staff yeah, staff, yeah. So that's probably what he's breeding. Probably was. He probably was breeding a lot of staffs to kill people. But, um, if someone was to do something to my dog I would kill them and then feed them to Buster. So yeah, I would work out. But the joint practice of the Ravens, this I could see um, from the structure that they put up on the Philadelphia com, I could see from the structure of the practice this was going to get heated early. Yeah. They usually leave the run on drills where the most contact happens till the end. Like you said, the Raiders did it first and straight away an all-out brawl happened. Yeah. It's like 180 people in a fight. <laughs> it was embarrassing. That was and another
0: thing I was like why are people throwing punches when someone has a helmet on?
1: <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's like what are you going to do? Smash the helmet into someone's face? Like, the, helmet's, the helmet's fitted. Yeah, exactly. Now if Max Crosby had <laughs> broke his hand like that I would have no sympathy for it. I
0: wonder if he was one of them throwing a punch. Yeah. He cracked his hand I and then didn't know crack- about it till game <laughs> time.
1: Did something similar trying to get off a off a block or off off um, a hold completely and completely, broke, completely yeah. broke his hand. Yeah. yeah. No eh, it could have happened. We'll speculate. Yeah. But uh yeah, not a lot to be fair. There was no fights at the Ravens Eagles game. It was weird. I was waiting for fights, especially like you're thinking of all that contact up early in fight, that must be just mutual respect. In fairness, there was a a lot of that going around. But um yeah, Carson Wentz was out there getting reps, Zach Ertz was back on the field getting reps. He had said in the interview afterwards, he said that during a regular game, he probably only gets 12 to 15 solid reps against good defences. But he needs to be on the ball for 80 to 90% of that. Because if he's targeted 10, 12 times, he needs 8, 10 catches. Or he won't be targeted that much again. He was the most targeted wide receiver, oh, tight end, sorry, last year. And he made the Pro Bowl. I'll ask you a little uh,
0: casual question. What is the difference between the tight
1: end and the wide receiver? So the tight end, the wide receiver will line up on the wide outside, near the sideline. Yeah. He can run any route from there. He can cut across, run behind, run forward. No issues with movement. The tight end um, can block on the line as an extra offensive lineman, release from the block, and still go and catch the ball. Now, the wide receivers can do that too, but if you're on the wide outside, you're there with speed to Bourne, you're there to beat the man in front of you. You're going to dare to get across the field, find space, and make it to the yeah. end zone. The tight end is a safety blanket. He's the first catchable uh, option that the quarterback will see when he drops back and looks up over the offensive line. He's the first option you'll see peel away. He'll be your blanket. And in fairness, Carson Wentz only had, really had eyes for him last year.
0: Yeah.
1: He was the most targeted person on the team. And we have a beast outside for catch. Jump balls, catch balls, ex-basketball player. He'll yeah, go up there, he'll catch anything. Like They used to call them 50-50 balls. Yeah. He cha- he changed the name of that completely. They're now 80-20 balls. He expects to catch them 80, 80% of the time. That's what he does. His name is Alshon Jeffrey. He was not targeted a lot during that practice, but he did make one hell of a catch. Main part of the day was one of our free agents that we brought in. Yeah. we actually brought him back he used he was their stalwart when we drafted him and an old coach got rid of him and then we brought him back and he's loved by the Philadelphia Eagles fans absolutely loved Action
0: Jackson so like the coach got sacked was it? yeah
1: got rid of all the black players and brought in a lot of random racists and that didn't sit well with anybody so apparently
0: he's probably a racist
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, that was Chip, the Chip Kelly era looked great for one year and then he got rid of everyone the second year and then no we were shit yeah. And that's what started the whole rebuilding process. He literally tore it down and just left. Well, it got sacked. But same thing. Um yeah, so Carson Wentz, the player of the day, bombed to Action Jackson. That kid can run. Now mm. saying a kid, he's one of the older players in the league, but he is fast. He is super fast.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that it was a seventy eight yard touchdown, straight down to see him. He just born past the quarterback and by the time he gets there, he's waiting on the ball. That's how fast he is. You can throw that ball. You can heave it down the field. He'll get there before the ball. He's waiting on the ball getting there. He's that fast. Crazy speed. But um, a couple of injuries for the rest of the preseason will keep other players out of the games. But they'll be ready to go by week one. The main two I noticed were Lane Johnson, our right tackle, which is like our insurance policy on the O-line. And Dallas Goddard, yeah. who's another tight end. He will be the number two tight end on the Eagles. So with Zach Gertz taking most of the reps, he won't go in the preseason. And now Dallas Goddard's out, he won't go in the preseason. Yeah. So yeah, they'd be okay by week one. If they had to go, they could go. But it's one of them, just be safe. Let's get our starting eleven offensive linemen out there. Let's let's get our starting eleven team out there and let's get going. what so else well well do you think they're you gonna know do with well that sure? Um people are projecting 14 and three, people are projecting um what was it, three and thirteen not it? Thirteen and three. Oh, have you seen the division we're in? Redskins are a joke. The Giants are worse. They drafted Eli Manning two Redskins being
0: terrible. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Everyone says that. And um, the Giants are a weapon. Like without their running back, they'd be nothing. Like they still have Noodle Arm, a quarterback. Paint Manon's ugly little brother who has two Super Bowl rings and somehow Paint Manning, who's much more talented, only has one. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, he's still there. Um, but the Cowgirls, like I said, if they don't sort out that running back position, like they're going to have to rely on a quarterback who's 16th, maybe 18th in the league. Yeah. Like that's... You're talking about 7-9 with the Raiders and 8-8 eight and eight with the Raiders, with Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, he's the exact same level as that. He never even had an option. He was, again, he was one of the in the MVP running for his fourth year. But the last two years, has just been... An, bang average yeah. middle of the road nothing major coming out of that but the main so I'm hoping that the Eagles go oh, I would say 10 and 6 should be enough now that's that's very negative but we've a few tough scheduled games coming up like division the playoffs,
0: the, what, do you, what, what do you need to get
1: to the playoffs you basically need a winning you need to win your division so to get to the playoffs you win your division And then the four teams who win their division on both sides, they get in. The two best records after that get in as wild cards. Which means they play that week in between. Yeah, Yeah. And then they'll go through the playoffs, and then to the championship game, and then to the Super Bowl game. So there's two different divisions, the NFC and the AFC. The Eagles are in the NFC side. Yeah, Yeah, the NFC championship and the AFC championship. But that... The AFC is basically the Patriots, the Steelers, and that's really it. There's not a lot on that side of the group. The other side is stacked. That's mm-hmm. where the Rams, the Eagles, they're all there. They're all there. Cowboys, is it? Cow bitches. not having anyone call them cowboys in the podcast. <laughs> Rival team. not having that. But there's a shitload more NFC teams that are going to be able to make that. Put the Chiefs in the AFC. Sorry, I missed that. MVP Paddy Mahomes. Kermit the Frog I don't know if you've seen The little Videos of him talking I have not Yeah he sounds like Kermit the Frog So, But he won the MVP Last year You expect the down torn year Like he's not going to Throw 50 touchdowns again yeah, so You yeah. expect the Chiefs To drop a bit But again Because if he's
0: going to Be targeted then Is your uh, yeah.
1: The best you know? And the Chiefs Are in the Raiders division So you're kind of Hoping for that That'll hmm. be the best thing You can get Oh okay.
0: yeah sure I'm pretty
1: sure they're going to win the Super Bowl with the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Let's check the odds on that. We'll, we'll, we we'll heard it here first. We're going to have to check him for mental health problems. <laughs> 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 this week's feel-good story also comes from the NFL. After last week's little edition of Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, the wide receiver kick returner from the Browns, who was originally homeless and ended up making... The preseason team and hopefully he makes the final 53 roster in Cleveland. We now have Brett Tott. I apologise, I'm clearly butchering his surname. It's T-O-T-H. But I don't know if you've heard of this fella, have you?
0: No, I haven't, no.
1: Right. Well, basically he was uh, waived by the army to play for the Eagles. But the story goes back to the senior bowl. He impressed in the senior bowl, he impressed in the combine. Very physical guy. And uh, plays at the tackle position, so that's on the offensive line where you're playing on the outside against the fast physical guys. He would be stopping Max Crosby, for example. Yeah, if my where Mac you see Max Crosby line up for the Raiders on hard knocks on the outside of the defense trying to get at the quarterback, well, the outside of the offense is the tackle position, and that's where
0: he plays now. Okay, uh, stop it there. One thing. Is the Senior Bowl the college, the college Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, the college Super Bowl. yeah, okay. And the Combine is where they work out for NFL teams. And he impressed Heidi there. And the Eagles showed a lot of interest and wanted to sign him. He had to sign a waiver. For, oh, he had to get a waiver from the Army
0: yeah.
1: and get that approved. Because he still had two years of active service left. So that's obviously a big thing to the American Army. But thank God for President Donald Trump yeah he made America in. great yeah, again yeah of course he is as long as he says away from this country and messing up our stuff we've enough politicians over here fucking up. but um, yeah so he allowed graduates to leave college and to leave the army system to pursue pro sport opportunities I totally so, agree with that sort of thing though oh definitely like the amount of people that are that they're that physically trained and that highly skilled and they're so like clued into what they want to do and if they show some ability in sports like let them go achieve their dream like they've they've served their time in the army they can always go back to the army if it doesn't work out like people like that they're coming from a big background of family oriented people be perfect the only issue there is the eagles are stacked at tackle position we've drafted a left tackle with the rugby league star Jordan Moilada, who's a monster, and he's left tackle as well.
0: He won had a stinker
1: in the fourth game. Yeah, the less about that.
0: But in fairness, like I said, the Paul's goes, giving him
1: abuse. Yeah, but in for he, he came good last week and he did okay against the Jags. Not nothing bad to report. Now that did the stinker in the fourth week did mean that they start moving people around. Yeah. So I'm ho- I'm gonna hope that this kid gets in a guard, which is just inside the tackles. Again, trying to solidify the middle of the offense. Maybe help us on run plays because he's very physical. Like, he is built at 260 or 280. And um, with the strength and conditioning coaches at the Eagles, they're so trying to get him up to 315, which yes. is quite a heavy load. But he is... Does anyone
0: want to be 315?
1: <laughs> he's 6'6". He can carry the weight and the muscle. He's very physical. They're working 16. on him that, but... I see him stashing them you're nearly 3.15 but don't worry you get there
0: <laughs>
1: well this is another kid who's going to end up getting stashed on IR or the pub list because if he if he goes onto the practice squad we're going to have to open, we're gonna have to cut him from the team hope that he passes all the other twenty one other teams then don't pick up on the story or the project player that yeah. he is and fancies I can turn him into the best tackle at a cheap price and he could play on my team as a number two instead of on the Eagles team as a number three now he might not play a lot this year but we're going to have to stash him on a list whether it's injured reserve or pup list or the physically unable to play list which means you're out for the six weeks of the year you're not mm-hmm. allowed to be on the roster for six weeks because you're physically unable to play that's a rule as they make it but um, yeah we're going to have to stash him somewhere because I really think he has an outside shot again, in, Because her tackle depth is not great. Big V, Halepuli Valley Voitoi. I dare you to say that five times. Can
0: you say it once.
1: <laughs> Big V, as we nailed it down to, because we can't fucking say it either. Um, he is not doing great at tackle. He's not doing great at guard. He's got a bit of trade value. Maybe Howie Roseman works his magic, trades him before the start of the season. But we need to see something from the kid from the army. ...for that to happen because... ...experienced... ...Halipulli Valley ...he played right tackle for us... ...he was part of our Super Bowl offensive line... ...he did very well in that game against the Patriots... ...no issues with him there... ...but he's just so inconsistent... ...you can't trust him... Yeah. ...but if other teams are crying out for tackles... ...and if that's on a CV... ...that he started for the Eagles in the Super Bowl... ...beating the Patriots... ...other teams will jump at that... ...that's better than what they have... ...because most teams out there... the majority, ...only two teams make the Super Bowl... There's 30 teams out there looking to get better every year. Someone's got to take him. He's got a little bit of trade value. Or we could just cut the inside guys, the guards in depth. My big one is Stefan Wisniewski. Don't know why we re-signed him. I understand it's for camp reps and stuff, but he shouldn't make the team. He started left guard for us in the Super Bowl. I don't even put him on the roster, bowl. he would not make my final 53. Matt Pryor, Sua Opetta are battling in there. They've been trying out Big V and Jordan Mylada at guard because we drafted a left tackle. Looks like Mylada may play right tackles, which means pushes Big V inside. So the guy from the army, Brett Thoth, is going to be going up against a guy who has good trade value. And we know what Howie Roseman does with draft picks. He loves stocking them so that he can move up, get better picks at a higher rate. That will suit him perfectly. So hopefully that's how that works out. But really do think that this guy has an outside shot. Like just the story alone... He yeah. really has an outsourced shot at making this fifty-three man roster of the Eagles.
0: Yeah, cause people love a feel-good story. Yeah, everyone knows that shit.
1: Yeah, and the fact that he was like he was in the army. It looks it'll be really bad on the on the team to cut someone who's in the army because he's not gonna make it because he is gonna find a spot on some NFL roster somewhere. Yeah, this is, this like, is America, where this is America. They are they, big into their
0: they support the army. Like, They're soldiers the so much.
1: Yeah, if they can find a soldier who can do. What he can do in the NFL, they'll jump on us straight away. There'll be no doubt about it. So that'll be my outside show of the offseason straight away. A feel-good story with the Eagles, and I do hope he makes the 53-man roster. Well, let me see how we go.
0: So on Saturday night, it was UFC 241. It was in California. It was a great card. A lot of good fights. A lot of fantastic fights. Before we get to the main card, the best part of the card, I'm going to do a little run-through of all the fights. A oh, little little breakdown of all the fights and uh it's gonna go through it all okay. The very first night fight even.
1: There you go, Bucko. Oh yeah, doing well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this this is gonna lead up hopefully to a few little bits and pieces there that I have ready to go. Absolutely.
0: I don't know why I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> In the fourth fight it was a complete mismatch. Shayna Dobson versus Sabina Mouser. Uh, Paul, can you guess what score of the fight was scored? It's a three round fight, right? Twenty twenty-five. One judge had twenty twenty five, the other two judges had a 30-24 that's, Really? That's how much of a mismatch it was. What well, was it?
1: Survive the bell, survive the bell. Basically it was a beat down the for bell. three rounds. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: I didn't even watch that fight. you look, look. That was the very first fight of the night. That was on about yeah, half eleven. Ah, no, I
1: hadn't started drinking yet. I was I was planning on staying up till five or six, so I cracked
0: on after midnight. But the Colombian uh, Maisel, uh looks very impressive. Yeah, she looks like she could be a contender in the in the future. Oh, in her okay. first fight, she had a bit of octagon uh, nerves. She didn't fight too great. In this fight, she fought fantastic. But at the same time, Shane Dobson, she's three and three, so she's getting caught by the away. Yeah,
1: that was a bad show. That literally, was a highly fight.
0: I think women's fighters get a, you know a lot more leeway than the men's. Fighters, anyway, so leading into the second fight, we have Brandon Davis versus Kyung Ho Kang. Well done, there's
1: no way you got that right, bro. I'll just give you a that's well the done fu- anyway. That's no, no, actually, actually,
0: that is, I think it's pretty right, but that's probably the best I've pronu- pronounced anything ever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kyung- put that on your CV. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Kyung Ho Kang won by split decision. It was a great fight, uh, basically, it was just absolute war. It was beating the shit out of each other. How you wanted, but Kang kept getting the takedown every time Brent Davis would walk him down, walk him killing down, killing the offense. Yeah. yeah, just take him down. You're yeah. gonna walk forward, they're gonna take you down. That's the name of the, name of the game. So, yeah, you come into that momentum. How do you take someone down? Someone him, walking him forward, boom, go low. Yeah, take mm. him down. And the third fight, we had uh, Hannah Seifers versus Jody Escabel. Hannah Seifers is probably the strangest person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Probably the strangest person i ever seen in my life. These are all like women's fights? Two women's fights out of the first three. Oh, okay. I think that's the only two women's fights on the card. okay. But, Joey Escobar, I think is one, one in four in the UFC, or one in five. But, she is... Well, if she lost
1: that fight, probably one in five. Yeah. She dog <laughs> shit anyways. Jesus. Absolutely
0: terrible. But Hans Is
1: she already to look at, or is she just,
0: yeah. No, no, not really. No? I'd get yeah. her out of there. is literally... It looked like she was... Gonna cry and the walk out. It was, never, it was so weird. She looked like she was literally going Overly
1: Sack. emotional and then couldn't focus on the
0: fight. Yeah, no, no, no just, uh, she's so, uh, cripplingly shy that, like, uh, she gets so nervous. Cause, like, Joe Rogan was like, uh, I know he get so cr- shy, like, uh, it's okay, you know. But she won the fight, though, so she should be alright. Yeah, but just, like, uh. Or just, like give an me an, a poem, and, was it? No, it's just, like, uh, an anxiety type of thing, a social anxiety ah, okay. type of thing, you know. She wasn't on a tinder date, was she, with the ref? No. <laughs> no.
1: That's what we left her then, except
0: <laughs> For, you know, someone else being there, you know being you know, middle of nowhere town, you know. Oh. With Ten people. Carsevine? <laughs> yeah, absolutely good. Yeah,
1: we know all about that in Ireland. Anywhere outside Dublin is a middle of nowhere town.
0: Exactly, Bogger town.
1: Mm, cold geez. <laughs>
0: Yeah, school. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the set, the fourth fight was Casey Kenny versus Manny Bermudez, even. Casey Kenny, that's the
1: second fight. Almost you... got that one. Almost, yeah. This is tough for you. This is going well. These names are
0: There's so many hard names to pronounce, it's ridiculous. Anyways, Casey Kenny ended up getting a unanimous decision 29 and 28. All three judges scored the, uh, the fight. Literally, it was like a grapple fest. Non-stop, like, oh, I'll have your, I'll have your neck, i have your back, you know. Literally, like, trading submissions all over the place. Gratefully, Manny Bermudez outweighed Casey Kane 20, 20 and a half pounds. Was that
1: agreed to on the night? Or was no, that on point nine, on point So, nine. difference between the weigh-in, she put on nearly a stone he, and a half. He. Oh, he, sorry. It
0: is a Casey Kane versus Manny Bermudez. He blogs there, Paul. Oh, Jesus, a, a Casey could be a women's yeah, name. Yeah, it's, it's
1: America. In, it's America, yeah. But basically, yeah. In fairness, man, Manny be, Bermudez, very yeah. male. This is,
0: this is supposed to be a £125. Because uh, Manny Bermudez was so... Um, Did he some, make weight? It was a £140 catch
1: weight. Oh, okay, so he could be £5 either. £5 over and still make the
0: weight. finally weighed £165. No fucking way. Casey Kenny weighed 145 pounds who won? Casey Kenny what the fuck yeah so putting on
1: all that weight meant, meant no
0: difference oh he's wanting the more you know Casey yeah. Kenny he's a warrior he's 2-0 in the UFC he's doing really well yeah Yeah.
1: keep an eye out him
0: absolutely
1: I've got know. a Kenny on this podcast but yeah we'll see Actually, about him yeah. he he's him. he's a strangler as well but he could be in the UFC anytime time soon i yeah
0: well, can men he fight women right.
1: <laughs> Or he could be in prison <laughs> That too Bombay Strangler I Another podcast came. person
0: He might be on the podcast as all conspiracy theories But who knows Yeah If we get him on If we get him out of jail Yeah yeah If we can pay his bail money <laughs> <laughs> Anyway match for
1: some, Bo- some bogey people on
0: this podcast Absolutely we'll
1: Except for me oh, Yeah you're legit
0: I suppose
1: The Jets going back
0: <laughs> I suppose Anyways uh, Match number 5 Another unanimous decision For Dracar Close Versus Christos it It's going oh. very well But I I'm have to butchering say Butchering that one anyway Someone it?
1: close Is he Miroslav Close's brother? Drakkar. Dracar, Dracar. Dracar. Close. close Yeah But basically Is it spelled the same way?
0: Drakkar. Yeah it's Miroslav's brother That's right Miroslav
1: Or is it a woman? No, it's not. A joke, yeah. Right, so Mir's last butter. Grant. No, Mir's last Ameri- butter.
0: He's American yet? Yeah? The American uh, Close. American me bollocks,
1: Dracar Close. Eh. Absolute but Russian sports. Im-
0: immigrants. Draw
1: him Yeah, they're all immigrants. But still, that fella's Russian. Spoy. Check on. But, anyways. Uh, He'd be fucked up by Trump.
0: Until uh, Christos, in the fourth round, dominated. He was like, you know, beating the shit out from close. Has insane cardio's came, kept walking down, walking down, and literally broke him. Literally broke him, like, he couldn't finish him at any time. Close, he's He's a gritty bastard, like, literally, he will not quit. He reminds me of Nate Diaz, cardio for days. I love those type of fighters. Don't bring her up, yet. Yeah. I, I love those fight, kind of fighters. Still hurts, still we know stuff about MMA, you know, he pick really stuff, you know. That's how he stuff. the shit out <laughs> Speaking of picking loose stuff, the underdog bet of the week last week was Raphael Asuncio. Unfortunately. How did that go, Bucko? Unfortunately, it didn't go well. Who was he fighting again? Corey Sandhagen. That's Sandhagen. Okay. So
1: last week on the podcast, Bucko said, Cory yeah, Corey Sandhagen, Sandhagen. And he, yeah, and he won. Fucking knew he'd win. Just because you gave him a great name, bucco He's going to be a new favourite on this podcast. Corey he- Sandhagen, Sandhagen. Of the Sanhagen, Sanhagen?
0: Absolutely. And you <laughs> know champ. You're going to be a future champion. He first.
1: You're on the Air Force. Your uh, underdog bet really went well then, yeah? Got beaten the shit out of. I don't know. I was
0: like top five.
1: And what? Corey Sanhagen. Sanhagen
0: is now top four? Well, it's does more great than that. You know what I mean? She's still rankings. Yeah. But basically, in my mind, he's top five. But Sanhagen... So that means not... Could be a future champ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Future champ. Basically, he's just like... Absolute beast, just dominated like you know, beat him everywhere, you know, put him on the ground, you know, outstruck him easily. He's literally like this is at 125 pounds, he has to be my height 6'2. How does he make weight? I might be exaggerating, but he's at least six Can he knock out 145 or that make? He only weighed 145 pounds on uh, finite, which is he only gained 10 pounds. That's probably his walk around weight. Yeah. He probably keeps himself in good shape. Yeah. I keep mentioning the weights, and how have enough. I'm going to talk about this. I'm mentioning it for a reason because in the main event, something very peculiar peculiar happened. No, you're doing but, well with words all, yeah. all the time. Yeah, I'm terrible at words. <laughs> uh,
1: Ward Smith. Yeah. but we basically, call you Ward Buckley. <laughs> Wardy.
0: Wardy. Wardy. But, uh, anyways, here's another big name. Devon or Devonte Smith versus uh, Kamana Wardy. Yeah. Basically, Kamana Wardy took the fight on four days notice. Basically, what well, he had a fight I think a few weeks ago, if I remember correctly. But him and Devonte Smith. He the guy that was seven to one on Paddy Power in the prelims. Seven to one, yeah. <laughs> seven to. He win. Yes. Oh for fuck's sake! you
1: knew
0: everything. I was insane with this fight. Disaster movie. I you didn't even know about it
1: i oh, you, you know. oh, seen that in the prelims I was checking Paddy power.
0: i tried to do my research i tried to do my research but you know I can't do it all Paul you know I mean, it's like how many hours in a day hard working uh, man like myself you know I always do 12 hour shifts once a week uh, yeah total. <laughs> <laughs> but basically they're former training partners as well so he used to train ah like, uh, he had the inside you know? track yeah but De- Devontae Smith he was really like he was like uh he was an open comer at the yeah, time, and he's like like getting beaten greatest greatest by nobody now. Greatest thing like, since sliced bread, like so. And then Wardy came out of nowhere.
1: Greatest thing since a hot chicken fillet roll after a hangover. Thank <sighs> cans. No, uh, I suppose, yeah. Stay drinking, you don't get a hangover. True, sure, yeah.
0: But I at it, uh, after the fight, he was like, uh, oh yeah, um, he was getting interviewed, and he's like, oh, uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, older than him. I have a family to support, so I don't feel bad for him at all. Dead serious Yeah Dead serious He's like I fucking I, I love him He doesn't but, pay my bills Yeah yeah. I him, right. But like, he's younger than me He doesn't have a family Who's that fella Karma Wardy Yeah, oh, no. yeah That's oh, oh, no, a fight There's always uh, someone To look out for There you go and, yeah, Dangerous. Paul, Dangerous Let's get on to the main card The main card And we that's go. the only part Of the fights That Paul had watched Because some you know what s- You know what He's an absolute being Scumbag no, Some of us were drinking
1: Heavily And didn't know the prelims were on TV so my stream started at the main card so yeah that's what we do. Oh,
0: Paul you didn't want to
1: watch the fight I don't blame you I would have wanted to watch Corey Sandhagen Sandhagen not the Sandhagen
0: Sandhagen So fight yeah, just to wrong. on the main card <laughs> yeah you might get a fight in the main card next time he's got to be a, Raphael
1: yeah. Sunday and Corey Sandhagen yeah, the literally league that'll be a rematch or will that just be that done and dusted I
0: don't know
1: he dominated yeah 3027 done job
0: 3027 job Folks, are having technical difficulties. I'm having trouble opening the can and finding it.
1: And you're using a bookie's pen. Yeah. This is going
0: very well. I have no nail- well, I have nails, but I'm you know, not going use them properly. You see, he won't
1: ask for help because he'd be afraid I'd keep the can and drink it. I do. He's right as well.
0: You, <laughs> see, you ask Paul for something and he'll hold it over you. Over you. Yeah. Anyways, you yeah. know?
1: Of course I will.
0: Basically, we're on to the main card right now. Derek. Brunson versus Ian Heinish.
1: Do you remember this, Booker? I believe I mentioned this on the last podcast where I said this was my solid bet of the night that I was going to guarantee you Brunson would be Hynish. I, yeah. I could
0: have sworn I said Hynish would be No, Hynish. no,
1: that was you and I did say by knockout and that. I was I caught
0: by the fact that it was a decision. Uh, Derek Brunson fought cleverly, intelligently and he bossed the fight. Basically, Ian his only being positive moment of the fight was when he dropped him. Uh, in the first five seconds he dropped uh, Brunson with a head kick and I think that was the worst thing that happened because he was going for the KO and he got totally like outboxed, out, just out fought all over the place. He was literally, Brunson looked fantastic. Also, you know, I did not do my proper research. Oh, admission time. Here we go. You no, know, Brunson, Brunson, funny way. He's fo- he's training with the one of the best striking coaches in the world, Henry Hooft
1: Never had a trainer before. This fella had to oh,
0: no, improve. No i no, fo- a striking coach. Henry Hoof is a beast. He's a like, he's uh, he trains, you know, Kamara Usman, the welterweight champ. Is he the fella that owns Probably all them home. Hoovers? No that, that, that fella can let balloon there, Paul <laughs> <laughs> Henry Hoover. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Hoofed. He's from. Holland, anyways But anyways uh, What did you hear in that fight Paul? Um, five words Fuck you bucko Told you There you go That's what I
1: thought about that fight
0: I'd it well done the Brunson anyways I thought you yeah. had done Good luck uh, you know. No he No, go like
1: forward him. you go a few fights And we'll look at him again I,
0: say, I like him I like him uh. You like
1: him now Because he made a failure. No
0: no, no, no I don't think he had a fucking chin But like you know And he fights stupid as fuck uh, Before this He used to fight stupid as fuck Wait
1: all I kept hearing in the prelims I was like why did I battle Brunson all I kept hearing was he comes forward recklessly with wild hooks and he's standing there jabbing a fella I'm like
0: if you don't know what are they saying <laughs>
1: yeah. well that's what you expected I clearly knew loads about that fight and just picked against you and was right?
0: fight, I the fight I scouted up and down you know, I looked out I knew everything about it I was like oh yeah this is this is gonna happen you're still wrong Oh, not a chance. The next fight. (laughs) The next fight. Sadiq Yusuf versus Gabriel Benitez. I think it was the first KO. Oh, no. The second KO of the night on the card. Fantastic fight. Literally, uh, Gabriel Benitez dropped him in the fourth round. It looked like he was doing well. Then all of a sudden he got caught and KO'd in about four minutes in the fourth round. Yeah, four minutes. What do you think of that fight, Paul? Three words. He throws bombs.
1: That kid is a featherweight. Yeah. But anyone doesn't know, that is not a heavyweight. Now, he is throwing heavy-handed shots. And he is very family oriented.
0: Oh, yeah. And plus, yeah, no, he's, I think he says, uh, on this show, he says uh, Nigeria, or he says um, uh, USA, but I'm pretty sure he's Nigeria. Yeah,
1: he's fighting now Lagos, Nigeria, via the USA. He's uh, visa-pending.
0: Yeah. Because it's a walk permit. Okay? Yeah. But there's a, a lot of family history that I'm not quite sure about. But I'll, I'll research the podcast and tell you about it next time. Pretty sure he lost like a, a, couple, a couple of brothers and sisters and that. And like like uh,
1: he said in his interview afterwards, he's he fought for a lot harder and he's been hit a lot harder than people expect. So this game is easy for him. Exactly, yeah. It's just what he expects and what it's he a, does. It's
0: basically the good outfield good story, you know. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? People wanna you wanna roof room. Yeah. You know what
1: I mean? Basically. Yeah, he was on um was he
0: on the the championship series that Dana White runs? Before, no, I don't no. think he was. No, I think he just came in or he might have been on the contender series maybe. There you go, the contender series. He must have
1: been on something like that because You might be right. A the fellow the with that type of background story is a media gem. You know that way like if he no, goes onto a card. There's a big backstory there and people just fall in love with it. Just yeah. like with the NFL with the little stories like that.
0: Oh, I may be wrong, Go but I think it. Devontae Smith was on it. We got KO'd by uh, the old, yeah, old on the
1: dog. Yeah, he got en- ended by a fella off his couch. So he yeah, That's he won't where we are at right there.
0: So. That's where we're at. We I wanted the actual main card, the proper fights. Three of the best fights, you know, of the fucking year. Starting off with Yoel Romero versus Paolo Costa. Literally, it was absolutely cha- it was absolute chaos. It
1: was a war, buckle. They killed each other.
0: Beat the living shit out of each other. In the fourth round, Yoel Romero gets dropped. He gets straight back up. He does a little uh on the re- I looked at the replay. Paolo Costa runs it runs in. He does a little. He points. He points at something else. Costa looks away, and Romero hits him and drops him. Four seconds after Romero got dropped. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. I yeah, did, I didn't I, see that originally see either. was the only way I looked at Twitter and everyone was talking about it. No, oh, okay. I was like, oh, yeah. And then Capello Costa said it in his post-fight interview, He's like, he's like, uh, Romero, pointed somewhere else. I looked stupidly and i was punching <laughs> him out. <laughs> oh, there
1: you go. Take yeah. that.
0: Anyways, yeah, that was our fourth round. It was just absolute war, beating the living shit out of each other. What do you think about the fourth round there, Paul? Uh, I thought it was up in the air. Who did you give the fourth round to? I gave it to Romero. Well, the fourth round was quite clearly a Paolo Costa round. 10 9 going into the second round.
1: Right, no, was it the fourth or the second was up in the air?
0: Yeah, I think Paul's getting confused. Yeah, I
1: think I had the second up in the air. The fourth round would have been Costa. Oh, yeah. The early drop is a big big issue on the scorecards, but the second round was definitely up in the air. And then he won the third round, and that's where they came out with him being robbed.
0: Yeah. Well, do you remember why he gave him the second round? Or the other round? No. No. It was just absolutely Not into
1: detail. The two of them just beat the shit out of each other. Just Romero looked a little more composed about it. look at some point the um Joe Rogan had said that this is as far as Costa had gone. Yeah, he put his hands on his hips twice and just took big in in breaths. You're like, this kid is not gonna last as long as he is. Just kept going. He's so big. Romero's big as well. This kid is crazy big for his age. Just kept going. Kept throwing bombs.
0: I don't gets him anyway. Guess what he
1: weighed on point nine. I wouldn't even want to guess. This is gonna be enough. Well, he fought at
0: one eighty five. Yeah. One eighty five. What was his weight? Two oh five. His weight was two hundred and fourteen point eight. Fuck's sake! Yeah. What are these people doing?
1: What when? How long did we have between weigh and point eight? Now before about twenty hours. Oh, okay, so the, the day hours, and a half, right? yeah,
0: yeah, about that, yeah. Jesus Christ!
1: But in a day and a half, they put on bigger, more mass than you'd even believe. Yeah,
0: because ahead. they're just gorging themselves of food. No, see, no water weight. They cut that water
1: weight. Oh, okay. So what happened to his weight? They sweat the bollocks out themselves to get down to the weight.
0: See, about a week before, they, uh, they uh, started, like, uh, water-loading, like, you know, drinking, like, four gallons of water, a crazy amount of water. So then the body's used to, like, sucking the water out. And they stop eating, like, they stop eating, but, like, you know, they're constantly pissing, they're constantly losing that water weight. Anyways, fucking, uh, the old marrow weighing until just... Not far off, but, jeez, yeah. that's, embar- that's still a lot. Yeah, 22
1: pretty. pounds over.
0: Way yeah literally like two big
1: boys like two fucking two big behemoths and yeah. in fairness two big cunts at war and deserve a fight tonight oh yeah and for
0: you went 50k 50k each
1: that's nice so you can get knocked the fuck out and be like hey look that was a spectacular knockout
0: hell <laughs> yeah, yeah anyways yeah, yeah. Well, till then
1: it was a good fight exactly you know? yeah but, but there's no knockout in this this went the decision and yeah
0: yeah. Actually, war. And plus, the
1: crowd at the end, fucking Pedro Acosta, bunch of little cunts. They big Romero fans in California, or is it just because he's a legend? Like, he's only. No, no, I
0: don't even know. I didn't I think he's that big of a Just went against the big decision. yeah. It was weird. So apparently, like, the crowd like were really thought that Romero won. I thought. Cause won, I was a pretty confused. And the ref called it out. I had to. I was like, no, I can't
1: replay really the stream. But yeah, no, that's a bullshit. That was
0: robbery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I thought you won. I thought you won originally, and uh, then I again. I still thought you won. The only one, the only one
1: of the commentator team that thought you won was Joe Rogan. The rest of them all thought that.
0: Well, Joe Rogan, you know what I mean. That fans are big idiot. Too many, too much fucking weird. How
1: we get him on air podcast? Let them storm Area 51 and we'll a take few, over yeah. shit. Oh uh, yeah,
0: that's it. I Maybe mean, about 10 grand. Oh, that bug, I'll probably give you a month. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. Uh, it's in the works. We'll get there, we'll get there. We'll, we'll be, be on YouTube, we do. be doing showing our faces, everything. Yeah. We green
1: Now, should we move on to the embarrassing part of the night? Oh. Or can bet?
0: Oh. If, <sighs>
1: if you remember, I chose Anthony Pettis to beat Nate Diaz. And Bucco chose Nate Diaz to beat Anthony Pettis. Bucco, you want to tell the people what
0: happened? There's a new king in this motherfucker and it's right here, right? It's not you, anyway. you? Fucking Nate motherfucking Diaz, <laughs> right? Nate motherfucking Diaz. Paul, in his silliness, in his, you know... You talked me into going for Pettis. I told Three you. There, I thought,
1: the, I t- every, every argument you made was for Diaz to win, and I was like... These are all negative arguments. These are going <laughs> to be, he's going to lose. Not a
0: chance.
1: Do you not know who Nick
0: and Nate Diaz are? I know the These Diaz crazy but... bastard because I talked to him. I won, I won a treble
1: uh, submission bet the night that he choked out McGregor. Yeah, Misha Tate. Yeah, had
0: Probably Misha home. Tate.
1: And I had... We're like choke. Yeah, I'll tell you. One 800 quid off that bet. <laughs> best five a treble I've ever put on. Three three fights, the right fighters and by the right decision. All three by submission. Pissed it. <laughs> Sitting there going, wait, that actually happened. <laughs> like, I forgot
0: about that. Well, you thought he wouldn't win, well. Yeah, he went for the. Has absolute. he fought since then? Uh, he fought once that, and then. Uh, yeah, Diaz or uh, McGregor won a dodgy split. Or dodgy decision, And nah, Everything with him a dodgy split, Is a bleeding game. But basically, yeah, never mind that little fucking that scumbag. Dope. I'll we'll try not mention him on this. <laughs> as we mentioned in the last podcast fucking go
1: good yeah <laughs> some, in fairness some jar on the man the marble arch <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Just took that punch sat there and carried on drinking you didn't know it's about it right. yeah, it was alright McGregor standing there with three or four bodyguards tick
0: yeah but yeah he was still wearing the same clothes as before so oh it of course there. he was he was
1: probably in Dolphins Bar and getting sniffed out of oh yeah it was go true. get me some clothes it's two o'clock in the afternoon
0: it was yeah it's the last time it was Anyways, Nate motherfucking Diaz, where he comes out in the fourth round. Pettis is doing well, doing well, hitting him with punches. Diaz, as you I'm going to do, he's going to close the distance. He's going to force him into the fence. Which is, you know, always obviously what he's going to do. But basically, what he's doing, that I didn't expect, was that his knees and the clinch were actually powerful. He's actually throwing knees. You never know used to throw knees? He always used to, like, punch in the clinch. Instead of throwing knees, because, like, before I used to think like, strong knees like full power knees is too much energy. But now he seems to bit sort of like changed his mindset. I don't know why, but like a Diaz, mentality is where they they never throw power. Like you said in his post
1: fight interview, was that part of the, the offense was changed for the fact is that it's three rounds instead of five. Okay, yeah.
0: and he fought smart. He went with a takedown Against powers as well. Diaz never goes for takedown. He mixed her up a bit, yeah. Yeah. And
1: plus, what changed the course of the fight? He fucking checked that leg kick and at the end of that.
0: Basically, yeah. He checked, he checked
1: the, leg. the leg kick and Pettis' ankle swelled out to the size of my head. Actually, <laughs> yeah, he broke
0: his foot, yeah. I know I broke him blade and ankle was anyone. A1. That thing was smashed. But basically, yeah. That was the
1: end of that fight. He didn't have to fight the other one in seven, eight rounds. <laughs> he started the second round that was the end of that. No offense from Pettis after that. Yeah.
0: For people who don't know, check leg kick is basically... If someone throws a kick, you torn your shin into their shin, And you're basically hitting each other's shin. Basically, you're hitting bone on bone. Basically, instead of hitting the meat, the fleshy part of your leg, you're hitting the bony part. That's where the break happens. Someone's leg is going to give way. It's more likely the person throwing them because they're throwing More the, power. And yeah, they're throwing there, that it. To it. Yeah, You were just blocking. Anyways, the king is back. He's back. He's gonna fight Masvidal. Apparently, he called him out.
1: That's gonna be a bummer. That's gonna be that could be fight of the year.
0: Yeah, i hope to see him, i hope to see him by the end of the year. And those two fuckers, oh, craziness. But now he's back. He has a win under
1: his belt. The crowd loved him in California. Here, listen. He was starting a of the fucking show. Yeah. Like, that's, you can't even. You say see it.
0: Uh, on YouTube, right? It everything with anything. ideas this week. After being charged like two million. 2.5 million on this or sort of, like, you know. On what? You know, on YouTube. All oh the views. Right. All right. Like through the roof. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Everyone was like, you know, viewing him and looking at him. Like, so. Big media f- presence, yeah. And he does is bleed money. Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course, yeah. He yeah. didn't do fuck all media anyway. Yeah. That's why people love him. People yeah. love him. I okay. say, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and in fairness, I loved his power fight. Post fight interview. Well, you haven't fought for three years. It's because no, the fight in this division. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, Does everybody sucks. Everyone sucks. <laughs> it's
0: he's a yeah, okay. Boss, he is. See, that's the reason I started watching the fight was It's going to be big in America, that fight if he fights Miles Oh, yeah. The
1: whole East Coast gangs, the West Coast gangs, the yeah. thing that are going to be and you think, you you big mean, in America. They're going to make a lot of money And paper. You
0: team. see Miles for that, all like He's like, he's like, dollar signs. Dollar
1: signs. I'm seeing <laughs> money.
0: Dollar signs. Oh yeah, fantastic! You know a
1: bit for that, but apparently that's a hard one to call then again.
0: Yeah. What do you mean, hard one to call? Nate motherfucking Diaz by TKO. This would be a
1: future can bit as well, so enjoy those cans while they last. Basically,
0: nae Diaz, you know, never lose ever again. It's I am
1: funny. not, I am not a bit swindler. I paid up in my bet. True or false? That's true. Yeah, and I paid up in the bet, so enjoy them cans you can't. Cheers.
0: Brought to you by. I appreciate it Paul You're welcome And um, Carpacky mm-hmm. I said Oh gracious to give him a few cans Of
1: Carpacky Because he I know he doesn't Really know So It's and alcohol And I'll drink it
0: Anyways mm-hmm. On to the Main event Of the evening. Co-main
1: event This was That wasn't I know but yeah, yeah, That was yeah, a man. better fight
0: Yeah right you yeah, right But Where are we yeah, DC
1: Stipe. Yeah DC against d
0: Steve A Miochic Fucking full time or four against it Versus Daniel Cormier For the heavyweight Title Of the UFC Basically Cormier started off Fucking fantastic Like a bio hell drum punches He's Batting the fuck out of Steve A wasn't he? he is
1: He is a lot better At heavyweight Than light really heavyweight See
0: he doesn't Cut that
1: weight yeah, yeah. In fairness Like it It looks Rotten yeah. The whole he's 250 and he's just flab and he's body weight and he's. Do you
0: weighed in though? No idea. 236. What was he on fight night? It's a heavyweight, heavyweight is 265, right? Really. Yeah. He's weighing in 236, so he shouldn't be cutting weight. Stephen McMillan's is weighing in 230. He weighed in a foot day, 223, so obviously, you know. So he just did the same. That, that that's his natural body weight. Yeah. hear it, was so much I don't know what the fuck he was doing or what was happening. Cormier weighed 10 pounds heavier on a day. He didn't have to cut anyway. What is he doing? What's happening there? I don't know.
1: Just pulling on mass. Yeah, but if you're not... It court, didn't work though, did it?
0: No, but like... Is a
1: heavyweight you won't
0: heavyweight. heavyweight yeah, yeah big, even two sixty five. You don't need to. If you're two forty six, this is your natural weight. You know, you Walking around weight, yeah. Yeah, what two forty seven like, Just sloppy, then aren't you? Yeah, strange. Very strange. But in fairness,
1: DC controlled of four straight rounds. Oh
0: yeah. he, a, he, lo- was he
1: a Yeah, he was well ahead on the cards. He he was winning that fight.
0: It's one of those fights where yes, he's winning the rounds, but I'm like. He's just walking forward, hands down. He's going to get hit, and something doing? might catch him. Yeah. What are you doing? Like A getting punched. He's just, just totally disrespecting Stipe his power, and that's eventually what led to his downfall.
1: There's no way anyone called that fourth round the way it went. He came Stipe came out of that corner like a demon and changed his whole offense. Yeah. Like you said in the post-match interview, Those I punches. stopped fighting like a bitch. Yeah, he started throwing, he started throwing body shots and anyone looking at DC like mm, these might not make a difference like you said he put on 10 pounds yeah. These might not take a- these guys can throw guy, you know? these guys can throw and th- those those body punches were hurting those liver punches were getting hey, they were getting they the were landed. definitely 100%
0: that right hand
1: Like that will that will cut the bleeding air off straight away that
0: right hand followed by the other right hand fucking vicious Fantastic it was, Stebe got it done. Fair him though. I fucking, I thought it was a great fight. Yeah. I, I was like, I picked Stebe, but I'm gonna show you. As I said in the last podcast, I was like, I'm gonna show you the wins.
1: Yeah. Again, those three fights were 50-50 and who were, well, Diaz was a lot more one-sided than we expected it to be. But the other two were bang there. Like, Romero probably got nicked or robbed on the decision. Debateable. And Steve in DC DC was winning on the cards going into the fourth round and he's got taken apart with body shots. Two one led to yeah. the finish. Yeah, he was winning that fight. Oh
0: yeah, overall fantastic night for you. Oh definitely.
1: I yeah. oh, haven't been li- living up with the UFC for a while, and all my memories are going way back a few years now. But that was a serious card. That that's a lot. though even those fights there, they were a lot better than what I've ever seen. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. Anyways, Anyway, it's going to actually, you know, go to a run-through or what, actually people got paid for that card anyways. Oh yeah? So yeah. this is like,
1: if you got paid...
0: No, no, this is what people got paid for, like, the fee. Oh yeah. On two forty. So no
1: bonuses or anything like this? No, for doing I'll, I'll
0: include the bonuses uh, at the end. Oh, okay, we'll the, see, we'll who, see who, got yeah, the bonuses, who did the, yeah.
1: the bits? Best so, bits. Okay.
0: Shannon Dobson, she got 12k to fee. pretty chunk of change. Sabina Moser got 10 and 10, 10 to show, 10 to win, so you got 20. You have uh, Brandon Davis, he got, what do you got, 21,000? Mm. Just to show. You have Kiryu Kan got like 22 and 22, 44.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he life. was on the early
0: prelims? Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, you're a
1: footballer. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say him, man. Taking this aggressive alcoholism out on people you
0: know, in an octagon. Oh, Corey Sandhagen, thank you, Cory Sanhagen, Sanhagen. How much did he got paid? Thirty. Hundred
1: fifty-four k. Ah, I lowballed it just in case it was shocking. That's even more shocking. That was. Seventy-seven, a seventy-seven. Seventy-seven,
0: 77 show, seventy-seven win. Yeah, Rafael got seventy-nine to show. here we go Who we got? We going to the big money now, will we? Derek Brunson You got more than now, uh, Sanhagen. Yeah. Yeah
1: did he touch 2 yeah, yeah oh jeez
0: 190 195 and 95 Ian Hines, 25k 25k you know Paolo Costa got 120 the old man got 150k the that's not
1: that. bad for losing though no and a split decision he wasn't knocked out or in plus, any harm
0: plus they got the 50k bonus as well for the fight night yeah so really are yeah, like 200k so, yeah a bad night, walk. Plus so, so, Romero, it's won a car settlement for 27 million. 27 million against a sports supplement company for a contaminated supplement.
1: Oh, he got done he got the UFC, uh, did
0: he? Uh, USA, yeah,
1: USA. And he claimed against it? It's USADA. Yeah. Oh, and he did it against them? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, apparently they... He just need the money. Think yeah. he gave it to us? No, yeah. He, he Do you think he understands enough English like his Cuban, Is very strong so he, was, well, he knows about what four words of English? Yeah. Joe know, Rogan, no, UFC. Yes. No, no, <laughs> no forgiven Jesus. Basically, that's all yeah. he
0: knows. What fucking Petters got one fifty five. Fucking do
1: well. Nathan has two fifty K. that's it's with the win. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well you get pay per view points as well, which means you get like certain percentages of the pay per views. Oh, okay,
1: that's not a bad way of getting paid actually. Yeah. If the pay per view makes a lot of money, you get more money than on yeah. percentage
0: than you do off, ports. A got seven hundred fifty k. No win the bones. He's gonna get pay per view points as well. And Deep coming got five hundred k pay per view points as well. So that's not bad. Overall, really.
1: It pays to beat the shit out of someone really well, doesn't it? If you're a heartless motherfucker, just going around beating the shit out of people in general, yeah. like if we trained i to make a serious matter of money. You're
0: thinking like, oh yeah, we'll call me retire. Oh yeah, how much is he getting paid for a fight? Like 400000 grand. 400000 grand plus pay a few points plus sponsors are paying him. It's well a million.
1: That puts that WrestleMania match in doubt, doesn't it? You think he's going
0: to retire on the loss? Ah, that was not really matters. I don't think really no. is competitive instinct will probably make him not retire because like, he's just so damn competitive. Like,
1: Stipe stayed out for he didn't fight since he lost to Cormier and you think he'd offer it back to him? The other trilogy? Oh,
0: why not? You know, it's up to you say.
1: Like, Get the, the trilogy and both of them retire. That's not a bad show.
0: I think he's seen he a, he a few more years. He's a few more years after the thing. He's a into it as well, isn't he? Oh, but yeah, he's seen only fighting about 10 years. Not, bad, not too much. For me, he's fighting 10 years as well, but he's been wrestling for about. Yeah, he, he was in the Olympics in four, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Basically,
1: yeah he was crazy. refused by the WWE. That's what pissed him off. When he ended up going to USA. Oh
0: yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring him in anyways.
1: No, but he'll be a serious contender there with Lesnar for WrestleMania, just for big name. Um, no random people.
0: Yeah, like
1: WrestleMania is not for the diehard hard wrestling fans. WrestleMania is for the randoms. You can get the randoms to buy the pay-per-views. You're like, Jesus, a one-off payment from randoms that are never going to watch again. what you down to the
0: week. Oh, we know what's a very good story is uh, that um, Cameron, Cameron Wardy? basically, he got the bonus. He got a 50k bonus. Oh, yeah? And he got 24k. He got 74k for his debut. I guarantee you, right, the fight before this, he probably got $1,000 to fight and probably win. That's it. So, we're going them. We have a family that fucking paid. You can feed enough families
1: now. 74 yeah. You can feed his side girlfriend as well, you'll be doing well.
0: Actually, yeah. Hopefully, she uh, wasn't watching the fight. Yeah. Still behind that pillar.
1: What's happening? What's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's the black woman with him? What's going on? <laughs> Anyways, uh, that uh, wraps up the, the podcast for this week. If you want to follow us, uh, we're on Twitter at uh, Shed Sports Pod. That's Shed Sports Pod. P O D. And plus, uh, I'm on um, Twitter as well. Bucko, B-U-C-K-O, one five two four. You want to follow me? Paul's on Facebook at paulquinn dot com. Paul Quinn, not that dot com, but Paul Quinn. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Facebook as well. Oi, should I start a website
1: with dot com? Innit? You think there's enough Paul Quins out there to think that much of themselves? Paul Quinn, like
0: yeah. The most been, uh, I think about fifty people have been in Dublin. Have that name?
1: Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's great though. You'll never find me. It's great.
0: Yeah. So anyways we're gonna in the near future we're gonna uh, launch an Instagram um, for the the podcast. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening even. And uh we'll chat to you next week. Bye.